0: This is a Broad Pods production.
1: Funny for a woman. Hey, fellow Broads. Okay, it's time for a good laugh, so get ready to hear some of the funniest gals in the game who make us cry with laughter, gasp with familiarity, and remind us that life doesn't have to be serious all the time. So sit back, grab a snack. And maybe duck to the loo now because, well, you know, I don't know
2: about you, but sometimes I could do with a dose of positivity and creativity, which is great because our guest on this episode, Kel Wilson, has both in spades. Her enthusiasm is infectious and she can find humour in even the most mundane situations. So get ready to smile with me, Joe Stanley, and my co-host, the equally funny Nellie Thomas, as we bask in the sunshine that is Kel Wilson. Kel, I followed you religiously when you were in quarantine in New Zealand. Uh, Your Instagram account really, I have to say, was outstanding because you, you took to quarantine and crafting the next level. Let me tell you, can you just take us through what was going on for you?
1: Okay, so I was in quarantine and uh, I had um, I had some masking tape with me and a tablecloth because I was doing some corporate gigs in a hotel room and so I masking taped my, that's the tablecloth, up as my backdrop and then once I got into quarantine, I was like, I've got masking tape and a tablecloth, what can I do with that? And once I remembered there was a self-timer on my iPhone, which took a week and a half, um, <laughs> I suddenly was like, I've got all these, these plastic bottles, what can I do with these bottles? I've got bottles and masking tape, what possible grown-up use can I find for them? And then I just started sticking them together and making costumes. And it really, um, it would take me all day to, I had to Google how you make a sheep out of a towel for Little Bo Peep. Um, and yeah, it just, it, it really, it made quarantine so much more bearable because i knew i had something to do that would make other people in quarantine laugh because i was on a facebook page with other people in quarantine and so it was like oh what can i do for everyone today
0: and when you say quarantine Cal, you mean like hotel can't leave the room quarantine yeah. like
1: you're you're in a room
0: with the with the mini bar and that's
1: it yeah it was it was quite weird because i was going over to see my folks in new zealand and Uh, It felt a little bit like I was malingering. Like I felt like I was pretending to be ill because I was basically lying in bed all day and having meals brought to me. Like it felt, (laughs) um, you know, and especially for, for parents and stuff, like being away from your kids and just all you're allowed to do is just be in your room and entertain yourself. Like it's, it's not that bad like it was quite oh,
2: like really? a lot of naps. <laughs> I don't know so because you're I think you're the first person I've spoken with who's done the proper full-on hotel quarantine right and so I've tried to imagine like did you feel a bit like you were going a bit, you a bit know, nuts? a bit nuts? Yeah. No because
1: Everybody was so kind and I was so grateful to be there. Like, um, you know, I hadn't seen my family for a long time. My parents are a lot older. And so, you know, it it um, it was such a head change from living in Australia and always being able to go, oh, it's just three and a half hours home to no, no, you can't get home when you want to. And so I was just so grateful. And everybody uh, involved in quarantine was so kind. And it really, um, it reminded me of the difference between Australia and New Zealand. Uh, so when I was at the airport coming over, like there was lots of, you know, have you got the right paperwork? And, um, you know, sort of cops wandering around looking really intimidating and everything. And then you get to New Zealand and the attitude is kind of like, I'm so sorry, I'm a police officer. Are you <laughs> all right? You know, like just a completely different um attitude and so everyone was so aware that we were all about to do this weird thing and so everyone at the hotel and everyone at the airport and everything, there was just kindness and it was really, um, it was really quite touching
0: joe the one thing cal's not telling you because she's too modest to do so like i've known cal for nearly 20 years and she's the most relentlessly positive person i have ever met like <laughs> she will make she will polish a turd like, <laughs> i have you you and i both have other comedy colleagues who did the same quarantine in new zealand who ended up and i don't mean for a second to make light of mental health but one of our mutual friends ended up on Uh, watch, as in people were literally knocking on his door a few times a day because he told the truth when they did the welfare check and ended up bringing in, (laughs) like... The dokus and things to do oh, so certainly i think you coped better than anyone that i know who was in hotel quarantine I,
1: and, and i think you know i was just so grateful to get there that was a big part of it for me and also mel buttle who is a uh, another darling colleague of ours she did quarantine in new zealand a few weeks before i did and she said something to me which really made a difference so we used to do gigs on cruise ships and so little comedy cruises that lasted for like three days and so she said to me, it's just like a cruise gig, except all the gigs have been canceled and you just have to stay in your room. And I was like, I can do that. (laughs) Like it totally changed, It just meant, oh, okay. So it's, uh, it's snacks and good sleep. Like that was sort of how it felt. And then people did lovely things for me. Like I had a friend who I hadn't seen in a million years, but you know, we kept in touch and uh, she just, I messaged her just to say, like, to comment on one of her Instagram photos, and she goes, um, "We're about to be quarantining," and I was like, "Oh, um, at the at the Grand McEwen And she's like, "I'm on the street. I'm literally on that street. Do you need anything?" And so I was like, "Oh, could you bring me some chocolate? Like, what a what a terrible privileged thing to ask." just <laughs> need some chocolate. Um, <laughs> but so she dropped off this parcel of chocolate, and then she goes. Um, have you got something bright to wave at the window so I can see which room you're in? And she's like, what a stupid question. Of course you got something bright. And so I was yeah. waving my pink and orange shorts at the window <laughs> and she goes, I'm going to dance for you. And then <laughs> on the street with a hat and cane, she danced. She just did this wonderful oh, little dance, that. threw her hat up in the air and a cane and everything. And it was so magical and then knock on the door that's the chocolate arriving when I get the chocolate I come back to the window and she's just gone and it was like this beautiful little magical it just I I felt like I was high for about two days afterwards (laughs) like it was it was just so gorgeous
2: so a lot yeah. of people, I think, would not like to be alone with their thoughts for that amount of time. I reckon that's really challenging. And also not to be
1: able to go outside or exercise. Did you struggle with that? Well, we did go outside to exercise. So we had this um, scenario where you could book a spot on the exercise bus and <coughs> there was a limited number of people who were allowed on the bus so that you had distance between you and then they'd bus us out to point Chev and then there was a there was a field set up with a a big sort of metal fence around it you just walked around in a circle for 45 minutes so that felt a little bit prisony
0: yes. i was um, going to say you got shoved in a shower when you got back yeah
1: <laughs> did you smell anything weird thing in was you're not you're not allowed to break a sweat when you're exercising like so you have to you know And that was the most stressful part of it. It was like, oh, oh, I can't break a sweat because presumably you could sweat at other people or something.
0: I would have been really good pompous. at that. Really good at oh, that was, part, yeah.
1: I was like so paranoid about it, but also I um, I kept entertaining for myself because I was just passing people all the time. I was like, I'm a fast walker, I'm a fast walker, not breaking a sweat, <laughs> but i I'm a fast walker. <laughs> so, little
0: challenges for myself. Not competitive at all. Not competitive at all, no. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but also I think the missing link here, you think this is normal behavior, but let's just clarify for everyone else that you are like, at your, you're living your best life with the glue gun, like <laughs> you craft like no one I've ever met. She once made me a bedazzled shoehorn as oh, a present. That feels like a like,
2: really. it's, Oh my God, look at you! I don't know about a bedazzled so shoehorn though, because how's that, that? How's that slipping into a shoe? I question. You just put the bedazzling because. bit on the bit that you squeeze in. Oh okay. Oh okay. That that on the handle bit. So, Okay, we don't Um, make Christmas
0: trees. We're
1: dealing with Cal Wilson, we go for (laughs) beauty. I find it you know, the way that doing a jigsaw is soothing. I find the same thing doing uh glue gunning, and also as it turns out, making things with masking tape. Um, because it's like it's like creativity without stakes, you're just having a nice time doing a little of that. Look at that. That is all of the Qantas spoons I've collected from flying over the years.
0: <laughs> so. so basically it was either a stellar career in comedy or you were going to be a kinder teacher. Like it was, you quite, know, you quite had basically. It's shit a, everywhere!
2: It's a similar kind of crowd control, kinder teaching, and and yeah, uh, yeah. And similar, being a similar, clothing choices. I think. <laughs> yeah. um, but also, Cal, I'd like to raise the fact that if I was two weeks in quarantine, left alone with a mirror and a pair of tweezers,
0: oh, it,
2: I mean, I, <laughs> oh, I would have no eyebrows left. Essentially, um, yeah, this so endless, like you so know, we would spend your this. whole
1: day. Yeah, we're discussing this. How when you get to your age, there's a lot of reflective stroking of the chin that happens. That's not really just thinking. It's going, oh yeah, oh. There's three on that side. Oh, oh but also I'm working up a good one here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's not really today, but tomorrow. I yeah. call myself yeah. the chin farmer because it's <laughs> like I'm looking after the crops and making sure how long it's going to take. I'll use a peg at a pinch. So that's yeah. horrifying thing about quarantine was I forgot to bring tweezers. So there was two weeks. It was like I had a bead curtain going on underneath. Like the first thing I bought when I got out was two pairs of tweezers. So one for on me and one for at home.
0: the army should have supplied that like that is that's a necessity i have tweezers in the car Mm. in the lounge i've tweezers in the the car in the bathroom
2: the car's good light. yeah we all have tweezers in the car because you can't get but i don't know it's the sunlight and that visor mirror you're just like oh that is a ripper right there (laughs) i have
1: have requested too because the eyesight is going as well how wonderful um I am thinking of requesting uh, a magnifying mirror with lights for Christmas. Mm. Like, how, how horrifying is that? But that's No shame. What no shame because there. Because what else are you going to do? Grow, uh, grow a beard? You don't. You need you need to be able to yeah. do it. I get this thing. When I'm pulling a, a little tweezable hair, which are always remarkably rope-like and much thicker than the other hair, mm-hmm. is that when you're pulling out, that, that you might just accidentally unravel your face. Like, you've got the bit, that, <laughs> the loose thread, and
0: you're... <laughs> <laughs> wow! How far up will it go? Spoken
2: like someone who's just a crafter. Because I've never yeah. ever. I mean, you know, I, that's like someone. Are you a crocheter? Would that actually happen?
1: <laughs> oh, I'm not a crocheter, a really good but one. I might start just in case I need to knit um, my face again.
0: <laughs> Have either of you made that terrible mistake? You know the beautiful Denise Scott line that you start plucking by braille because you can't see anymore, so you're just feeling. Mm. I did that with my eyebrows. I just was just feeling, just feeling around. And, of course, I went too far and ended up with, you know, basically a pencil line. Mm. Don't do that. I'm, I'm with you on the magnifying <laughs> mirror for the eyebrow. The chin,
1: feel your way. Feel it. But here, yeah. mm. the tape matters. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Stay away from But how sad is it that the amount of excitement you get if you're out and you're like, oh, I'm going to yeah.
2: be able to get that when I get home. Mm. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. treat. And then I become quite fond of it. I almost give it a name because you keep yes. returning to it throughout the day. Whenever you've got a oh, and once of I get it, I hold yeah. it
0: up to the light, have a look, oh. see how thick it is. What I do,
1: what I do is I lay them all down in a little line together to see how many I've got.
2: <laughs> well, Cal, surely you've got some use for them in your crafting world.
1: Mmm, crafting <laughs> I could make oh my myself Lord. new eyebrows with the ones that have come out of my chin. Oh fantastic.
2: Now oh, goodness. Thank yeah. you so much for joining us on Broad Radio Cal. Thanks for having me.